to another episode of the Breathe In Podcast, a daily devotional through the Bible to help you read and love God's Word. I'm Neil. And I'm Stephen, and today we find ourselves in the book of Revelation, chapter 14. Mm. And uh, it is obviously, it's a continuation from chapter 13. Oh, and, thank you. And <laughs> 12, 12 before it. Um, but you have this persecution happening in the, in the previous chapters. Right. Persecution against God's people, uh, and this is God's response to the persecution and it begins by painting a picture of God's people yeah Uh, and one of the things it talks about in chapter 14 verse 1 it says uh, talking about the 144,000 people we don't know exactly who they are but it's evident that it's the people of God right Uh, and it describes them as people whose father's name was written on their foreheads Uh. I write my name on my kids' foreheads for their birthdays Dude, every year. Oh, man. <laughs> I, I had some joke about the mark of the beast. <laughs> oh, that. man. I'll, I'll, I'll restrain. Oh, hopefully not. That's not my name. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so this whole idea of, of writing names on the forehead, right. it, in the first century within, uh, within the Roman world, oftentimes this is what would happen to slaves. Yeah. Um, and so what we see in the book of Revelation is this idea that every every human being is owned. Mm. The question is not, are we owned? The question is, who owns us? Yeah, I find it interesting back in uh, the previous chapter in 13, at the end there, it talks about the mark of the beast, right? Mm. Uh, that these people are marked to do business and the call for the for the believer is to be wise, right? How do you navigate that? And then in 14, we see a, the mark of the father, essentially. That's kind of how I, how I picked up on it. Yeah. Like who's marking you, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I was thinking, I mean, there's, there's a, gosh, I'm not gonna be able to find it, but in, in the final chapter where he's painting this picture of heaven, there is this idea of God's people, being marked yeah. with God's name, right? Uh, as as servants, as as his slaves, but at the same time, we have to remember uh, the nature of the one who has marked us. Yeah, that he is worthy to be worshipped. He is worthy to be praised. Yeah. He is worthy to be served, and that this is the joy of the people, and not a yeah, glad submission. It was a glad submission, and we see that glad submission in verse three. It says. They sang a new song before the throne and before the living creatures and the elders, but no one could learn the song except for the 144,000 who had been redeemed from the earth. Mm. So it's it's a song that, that I mean, gosh, it's it's they're they're praising God. Yeah, and and their delight is in holiness, right? That says in verse four they didn't defile themselves; mm. they were the ones who followed the Lamb wherever He went. I love that language. I know. Yeah. <laughs> They were the redeemed from humanity as the first fruits of poor God and the Lamb. And no lie was in their mouths. They were blameless. I think the other marker of them is they talked about how they, they remain sexually pure. Yeah. In that, that same verse. And I think that's one thing to keep your eye out as we read the next few chapters. And start talking about Babylon more, right? As they talk about more, just the importance of sexual purity. Yeah. Is, is huge. Yeah. Of keeping yourself pure and that's one of the that's one of the distinguishing markers between the people of God and and the people of this world mm. uh, the, the people of God are those who keep themselves pure right and I, I, man, I just think that it, I think that is overtly emphasized within the book of Revelation yeah 
Yeah, and we'll see it over the next four more chapters. <laughs> but, but the rest of the chapter, a lot of it was about judgment. Mm-hmm. Um, in verse 7, the hour of judgment has come. Verse 8, Babylon the Great has fallen. Um, verse 9, oh, go ahead. 10, yeah, 10, he will drink the wine of God's wrath, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's just it, over and over and over again. And he says in verse 11, there's no rest day or night for those who worship the beast and its image or anyone who receives the mark of its name, mm-hmm. right? So there's no, there's no rest for them. There's, there's judgment, there's wrath, there's pain, there's sorrow, right? Yeah. Uh, because of what marks them. So I think there's this application that's kind of looming in front of us, this idea that being a Christian can be hard. Yeah. It means we're not going to be able to participate fully with the world that we live in. Yeah. Uh, because we want to keep ourselves pure for God. Right. And I think this is the encouragement is that though it might look like you're losing or it might look like you're losing out, at the end of the day, what we see in Revelation is it's quite the opposite. Yeah. That you're not losing out. You, you are being set apart. Yeah. Uh, you are being protected. Uh, and and those that do the wickedness, they're going to be the ones drinking from the cup of God's wrath. Yeah. And and the, and so what's the what's what is the application? Verse twelve. Verse twelve. Yeah. It says this calls for endurance from the saints who keep God's commands and their faith in Jesus. Yeah. So this is a, a common theme throughout this this book, right? This idea of faithfulness and endurance and keeping in the faith and and exercising the will of God on this earth, regardless of circumstance. (laughs) In this case, a lot of scary stuff's going on. Yeah. I had this thought. Am I interrupting you? No, go for it. Okay, well, I had this thought of like, man, I think one of the things that these chapters, verses 13 and 14, is kind of pointing me in a direction of is is we need to be mindful about how we participate in the world. Mm. Um, And and think think of it this way. Um, It is much easier... To go with the current than to fight against it. Uh, It's much easier to just, well, this is what our culture does, and this is what everybody does. This is what we're going to do without questioning it Mm. and without questioning whether it's good or how's it done. Um, And I think this is just, I think this is a good moment in the book of Revelation to say, okay, maybe we should start questioning more. Mm. Uh, Well, this is what our culture and our society says. Therefore, we're just going to go along with it. And everybody else is doing it. <laughs> everyone else, everyone else is doing it. This is just what, you know, this is nice. This is easy. Right. Um, and, and I think there's so many different, it's almost like it's the story of the two fish, right? Swimming, uh, two fish are swimming along. Yeah. The other one comes along the other way and he says, Hey boys, how, how's the water? And they keep swimming and the two fish look at each other and they say, well, what's water? Like, they don't know their own context, and I don't think we always know our own context. Right. So we need to be people who begin to parse and break down the culture that we live in. Yeah. What are we doing, and why are we doing it? Yeah. Because I think sometimes that current is going to take us, and it will take our families in ways that we didn't intend them to, yeah. but it's where our culture is going. Well, how do we remain faithful, especially in a confusing culture, right? It's, it's by anchoring ourselves in the Word of God. I was reading this uh, counseling case study the other day, and there was a, a, a Christian who was recommended to a counselor. Um, 
and this was a, a secular counselor, and uh, he was struggling with uh, same-sex attraction mm -hmm. specifically. He didn't like it. He wanted to change it, right? So what the counselor told him to do was to view heterosexual pornography as a application, oh, right? Gosh. Like, hey, stop looking at this stuff and start looking at that stuff, oh. and then that'll fix you. And it's like... That's that's so normalized in our culture. This idea, yeah. right? Um, of course, there's nothing wrong with it. Yeah, this, yeah. Is, this is only natural, right? But yeah. this is what you pref you want to be, so pursue that. But mm -hmm. do it in an immoral manner, right? Mm -hmm. And so we have to be careful. Like for that individual in this case study, uh, they talked to he talked to his pastor, and they pulled him out of counseling, right. and they right. got him into some biblical counseling in this case, but. Um, but that's happening all the time with all of us. Like we're as we move through the world, we are being constantly uh, encouraged by the world to pursue what it deems appropriate, and mm. it may be in direct contradiction to what God's word is. Right. So if we want to uh, accept this call, and, right? And, and I think sometimes it's going to be in direct contradiction to God's word. Sometimes I think it's going to be a wisdom issue. Oh, of course. Right? So like you take the example of when Jesus said the eye is the lamp of the body. Yeah. If the eye is good, the rest is going to be good. So like what we take in. Right. Um, it's kind of like the old adage. Impacts our hearts. Yeah, it impacts our yeah. hearts. So garbage in, garbage out type of thing. Yeah. Uh, so that's a principle mm -hmm. that we're given in Scripture, but we don't necessarily have a direct application. Right. So it might be. That thing may not necessarily be sin. But it's not good for your heart. Right. And so it would be unwise for you to engage in. Right. And so it might be it's like, well, there is no hard and fast law in Scripture that says you really need to watch what you let. You need to be careful with what you let your children watch. Yeah. But maybe we're looking at this passage and say, you know what? I'm not going to give unfettered access to my child over to this show yeah. or over to this device yeah. that I'm going to I'm going to try to restrict that right so there yeah. that might not be a direct command but i think there's wisdom and a practical application yeah because uh, the world will say just put a device in your kid's hand they're whining you're they're actually crying. helping them <laughs> you're helping them that you can learn some things yeah uh, it's kind to people in restaurants to let your kids watch a show <laughs> on a tablet because they're not making noise it's like man like that's 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 not life man kids yeah. make kids make noise yeah um so, and it's okay, but so I think there's some there. I think there's some wisdom points there as well. Like yeah. we need to question what the culture says. This, this is what we do, and you know we need to remember that these chapter numbers were not in the original manuscripts, right? Right. Because um, John gives us three. This calls for in verse in chapters thirteen and fourteen. First times in verse ten of thirteen, he says this calls for endurance and faithfulness from the saints. In 18 of chapter 13, it says this calls for wisdom. And then in 14, we see again, this calls for endurance from the saints who keep God's commands and their faith in Jesus. So, like, this is a, a principle that's being uh, steeped in here. It's being, it's being yeah. hammered endure. down. Endure. Endure. endure, endure, remain faithful, be wise, mm -hmm. right? And so, I mean, it would behoove us to heed that call right? and to accept that call. Yeah. Uh, so consider that today, uh, friends, as you go about your way. Well, that's okay. the breathe in. Do you want to breathe out? Yep, let's do it. Heavenly Father, I pray that uh, we would be uh, wise in our following of you 
and that we'd be wise in our living of this world. Help us, O oh Lord, to uh, resist the things and aspects of our culture that would take us away from you. Uh, help us to uh, push ourselves and dive deep into the things, Lord, that would draw us closer to you. Uh, Father, we pray that we would all escape the judgment that is to come through the, through the glorious blood of Christ Jesus, your Son. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, guys, thanks for listening to the Breathe In podcast. We hope you're edified and encouraged today. We'll catch you next time with Revelation 15.